0: and welcome to our podcast dedicated to Zeiträume Festival Today we are talking to a couple of very nice performers So, what are you guys?
1: What are we? Well, firstly um, humans before performance (laughs) just like other people Uh, We are presently a duo, I hope uh, we get the opportunity to do this many times in our life, but uh, I am Phoebe and Maria. Yes, I'm Maria. Nice to meet you. Where are you from? I am from Australia originally, Sydney, Australia, um, Gadigal land, um, indigenous country um, and I currently live in Basel. You?
2: Yeah, I'm from Madrid, Spain. I live in Basel for two years now.
0: Very cool. And what are you guys doing here? I... At the festival
1: <laughs> Today in <laughs> live. Uh, well, um, at the festival we have a duo uh we are yeah, so we are playing together uh in a concert in ab- about four times we will play the program that we've created, um a program called Handspeak, which is named after one of our so-called game pieces that we created together, and also a piece by Jesse Marina called Rotblow. yes
0: uh, and so could you tell us more about the piece what? What, it, what is it about and the concept? The two of them? Um, um, yeah, the, y- about your performance.
1: Okay, so um, so Rotblau, we, we begin with Rotblau. Um, this is a piece by Jesse Marino. We should mention maybe that we have here some wigs, <laughs> colorful wigs. We so are maybe it's related Rotblau and your wigs. We you know awesome. Rotblau identity right now. Um, and uh, yeah, so this piece is about identity. Um, Mistaking and the blurring of identity. Natasha Deals and Jesse Marino, who two very good friends and both composers, uh, were often misidentified for one another. And uh, the Jesse uh, Marino created this piece, and in the piece there is a lot of like uh, changing of costuming to really um, kind of bring to question identity, fluid identity, mistaking identity, and yeah, just general confusion. And where did you
2: choose this piece? Because it's uh, a performative piece, uh, we have to use our body and our voices to to, to express this identity thing. So we wanted to, to get rid of, like, go out of this classical contemporary music uh, situation and, and make something more theatrical and that it's more addressed to the audience and that works with lights and with... Was it a challenge for
0: you to perform this piece because it's not something that is maybe related to like a classical perspective
1: I think our interests lie outside of the classical perspective anyway and I think that is what attracted us to seeking things uh, because I mean I don't I don't think Marie and I really think our instruments are uh, the instruments that we're trained on. You know, our instruments are our bodies and we so happen to play the flute and violin and viola as well in Marie's case. And you know, this, this for us is just one part of what makes us an artist, you know, and to be able to find pieces that resonate with us. That is the most important, really. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then I get uh, get out of these uh, classic uh, structures and uh, tradition things, no? That we reproduce once and again and again and again for for what? So to try other kind of things and to explore. This Was it t-
0: difficult for you to
2: step out and to explore, start exploring, or? No, actually not. I was feeling awkward in the other world, in the other situation. I could not fit really 100% because I feel so so in a, inside a box when I have to play something in front of a stand that doing this and ad- addressing directly to the audience is, is so much different. It has so much more potential, in my opinion, that I am more interested. Yeah. Very cool. And for you, Phoebe?
1: For me also, it felt very natural as well. Like once I started doing performative works, they seemed to like liberate. It, it was very strange. I mean, not to say that I don't feel liberated playing my flute, but it's almost as if like, you know, it's a, it's a very raw and honest experience of expressing musicality and creativity is like, I think being in touch with my body and like the core like emotion and just like, you know, you know, it just it just feels like um, a bit more organic, I think, a little bit more human.
0: I was just thinking about the um, flow uh, of the um, tension that you are guys um, projecting, and I was looking at your performance just before, and I was thinking, is it challenging to um, keep this tension to hold the audience in
2: a way? Yeah, it's really difficult. And we as musicians really didn't learn how to deal with audience because we had this fourth world order of lives. So now it's really challenging to, to really th- throw this away and, and try to work with the people. And people are so different and you don't know these people and you don't know how, how they're going to react. If they are interested or they, they feel they prefer not
1: to go in, you know. Or so it's really hard, actually. For right, me. right. It, I mean, like it is it, like the contact. Um, like it is, you know, you're not just like touching their ears uh, over their heart, you're sometimes touching their body, you're in close proximity to them. Um, you know, there's a lot more tactility involved, I think, in this performance, and you know, especially in performance music that uses space as a like, a, as I suppose, a to storytelling tool, like as part of the narrative of the work. Um, you know, this is something that audiences are often like quite confronted by that experience like is it theater is it art is it music you know people kind of come kind of expecting something you know when marie and i say we're performers from the music academy i suppose people expect music and they expect that sort of distance of i'm the audience i'm sitting back i'm listening but you know when asked to participate when we're in their face you know that that can often um I think, like, in the past, like, that's always been a welcoming experience to me as a, from the audience perspective, but as a performer also, like, it it changes something because, you know, my biggest wish is always to, like, connect with the audience, and now finally, you can, you, like, really, like, can also, like, one by one, like, get to, like, touch them, like, you know, not physically, but, like, you know, kind of meet them, like, rather than being the one behind the stand, very static, this kind of, like, dichotomy between performer and audience i want that completely abolished i don't even want to be caught like you know I, I i feel that they're so much part of the experience as well without them we can't do what we do and also without us they wouldn't be coming in the first place so it's very mutual and it's
0: very interesting i would like to go uh, more deeply into your process into your working process and so how does the score look and how did you start uh,
2: I don't know um exploring this core and learning it maybe So the the piece that the piece that we did this was we both agreed that we wanted to involve audience directly so
1: yeah so this is handspeak our, hand our our um self uh compose you use but um uh, created game i suppose it's less of a piece than a game uh, yeah Is there a written legend for that? I suppose it's the video and we use a lot of the sound um, coming from the video but the rest is actually all determined by the audience, like which direction we want to go and they end up becoming the score as well. Yeah, like the kind of like, you know, these choose your own adventure books. Like as a kid, if I was like reading like anything and you know, it's like you choose one direction and suddenly your character is in another realm. This is the kind of thing like...
0: So depending on the audience's response, you will have a different direction to go. To yes, take. yes. That's very cool, very interesting. And um, once more about your process, when you are in the piece, when you are performing, how do you deal with those challenges to go on? Ooh, there's some wine for us, <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad. <laughs> so um, how do you deal, because like for the audience, maybe it is very challenging. Um, to um, to experience your touch or your direct um, communication with them but also for you like because for how long uh, uh, does it go your piece for how long does it last so
1: our our piece lasts for about eight minutes and Rot Blau is about seven minutes yes yeah, so
0: it's quite long I think for yeah, yeah how does it feel this length
2: the l- how does the length feel, Maria? It goes quickly for me. I didn't understand the question, sorry.
0: Uh, yeah, well, how do you... Is it difficult for you to perform, to survive through the piece, <laughs> let's say?
2: No, not at all. No, I mean, I think... 20 minutes is the time that human, normal <laughs> beings concentrate. concentrate, right? So we have less time than actually 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so
1: if we're asked just to concentrate for 15 minutes, it's, it's not bad. I think we can deal with it. <laughs> we yeah. can deal with it. And it's
2: also really dynamic in a way, so you have to be really active and really awake.
1: Yeah, we have to pay attention, especially in our piece, we have to really pay attention to how many lights are on and, you know, if it's if it's one decision over another. Of course, the whole room isn't going to unanimously vote on one thing, there will be Some lights off or some lights on or something like this so in the end we have to choose what the majority says as per democratic uh, you know um, uh, systems so it actually becomes like quite dynamic because we're we're concentrating also like in Rotblah whilst it's a fixed score you know you have to concentrate in order for it not to just feel like every other time you've performed it you know it I don't want it to seem like whilst we are expressionless and kind of like robotic I think that like we still have to make an effort like in the parts which are more free so called to make them still engaging because you know we've done it thousands of times but that's like with any performance you know that you do with any piece that you repeat 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 ah, that's that's an interesting
0: image that uh, yeah you're as a musician you're also kind of robotic you perform your passages or whatever but you still um should concentrate very much and in a way it's like an active meditation
1: what yeah I would I would say so, yeah, because you also, and the same thing, you're monitoring the vibe of the audience, like I think at least in Rotblau, like, I I can feel like the audience that like, kind of gaze, like, I don't know if you feel like the audience gaze, like there's like a mood in the room. Right, right.
2: You can perceive this because really, really clearly, because mm-hmm. we look directly to the audience.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's really... Are they sometimes aggressive? Have you <laughs> <we> ever... <laughs>
1: That. I mean I think that there is often a lot of curiosity in terms of this sort of like when people are coming to such performances like as I said before like people should expect the unexpected but also learn to not expect anything at all so that the unexpected is better received Um and uh yeah I think that is when you can completely liberate yourself of whatever You know, like if you feel that you're going to like be immersed in beautiful music or that you're going to have a really like compelling, like hard think in this performance, just like it's most surprising to like see like reactions and like things like maybe after when people are like oh what is happening like uh, doing a thinking face or a confused face or laughing is one of the best things I love in a performance when people think something is like quite funny that they just laugh out loud in a performance because silent audiences no fun I like it when they laugh or like mm-hmm. gas or make sounds like you know like we were doing in a movie probably you know when something's shocking but it's almost like a taboo to make sound when you're in an audience but why the hell not you know, mm-hmm. we should also expect the unexpected of our audience, right?
0: Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a very cool idea actually, yeah. that it's, yeah, unexpected, the unexpected not only for the audience, but for you as well, yeah. yeah. Okay that's guys,
2: and when are we going to hear and see your performance? It's the 9th uh, at 9 p.m. and the 11th at the same time.
1: Yes. and it will happen on the night of the 9th twice as well as on the 11th so in a total there are four chances to see this performance so if you want to come by it's in Klibeck in the Werkraum and yeah you can just look on the Zeiträume, um website and um, have a look at all the great programs that are happening during that because there's a lot and it's very exciting
0: cool thank you very much for this interesting conversation and let's enjoy our wine